Welcome back to the Football Unfocused podcast. We are back at Buena Vista University, back in our studios. Well, I should say one of us is. I am back here. Lavelle is still at home. He won't be here till Thursday. Lavelle, say hello. Hello, hello. There he is over the phone once again. But we're back in our studios, so we're not no long, we're no longer over at KMCH. So again, big thank you to them for hosting us over winter break and allowing us to record our podcast during then. It was very nice of them to do that for us so we could do that. And, well, starting off with the NFL, neither of our favorite teams played because I had a bye week in the playoffs, the 49ers did, and Lavelle's team didn't make the playoffs. So we're just going to get right into our wild card games. Lavelle's not very happy about that, about losing those, but it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it, buddy. You got next year. You're getting Jalen Hurts. Don't don't worry. That's all he wants is a new yeah. quarterback. Hey, they think the Patriots might take him. And they think the Chargers no might get Tom Brady is what they're thinking too. Oh, my God. That's, I think it was so Pat Tom McAfee. Bra- Pat McAfee said that. Tom Brady, why would we get Tom Brady? We, I couldn't we, tell we, you why. I could, he, maybe he's leaving and they just want him. And that's just one of the things I saw. But our wildcard games, this might be the craziest group of wildcard games I've ever seen in the NFL playoffs. Because they were so much fun to watch, and they were, like, really close, too. Like, they were all good games. Okay, most of them were good games. Three out of four were good games. Uh, The first one we had on last Saturday was the Bills-Texans. And the Bills getting off to a 16-0 lead in the first half, holding Deshaun Watson and the Texans. So it was looking pretty good for Josh Allen. The Bills hadn't won a playoff game since the year before Josh Allen was born. That's how long it's been since they won a playoff game. And the Texans... Are I believe zero and like two or zero and three going into this game in in wild card games like they always make and then they lose right away. But the Texans are able to come back and they win that one in overtime. So the first playoff game we have of the year goes into overtime because the Texans come back, score eight in the third and eleven in the fourth quarter, and the Bills are only able to kick field goals. And then the Texans will win it on a field goal in overtime to get to that twenty-two. But it was just a great game because at the beginning of the game, Josh Allen led like his whole team in rush yards, receiving yards, receiving touchdowns, all that, all those yeah, stats. Because he had like a forty-two yard run, and then his touchdown pass reception. Yeah, he caught a touchdown. Yeah, like, trick play, seventeen home. yards. Brad, did you see his celebration after? Yeah, he was doing John Brown. I that think it was John yeah. Brown's. And he's just mimicking because John Brown threw the touchdown to him. Yeah, Josh Allen had 24 for 46, 264 yards, no touchdowns. John Brown, that one for one, 16 yards, one touchdown. Josh Allen actually ran for 92 yards as well on nine carries. And Devin Devin Singletary, 13 carries for 58 yards. Of course, Frank Gore, the old guy, eight carries for 22 yards. And as for the Texans, Deshaun Watson, 20 for 25, 247 yards, one touchdown, 14 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. So both quarterbacks, the leading rushers for their team in this playoff game as well, which is interesting to see. But, I mean, that's that's a Lamar Jackson type thing. But it's still interesting to see how their quarterbacks are the leading rushers, especially as they were saying the Texans has one of the worst rush defenses in the league. And they couldn't get their running back. The Bills couldn't get their running backs doing any much, I should say. And Carlos Hyde, 16 carries, 48 yards, not much. DeAndre Hopkins, six receptions, 90 yards. 
Like, not much passing. No one has double-digit receptions in this game. DeAndre Hopkins had the most amounts of receptions. He had six, and then Kenny Stills and Darren Fells with four. Taiwan Jones with one for 34. Duke Johnson had three. DeAndre Carter had one. Carlos Hyde had one. So not much. J.J. Watt was back in this game, so it was a big deal for them. It's a big deal for the Niners as well. Like, you wouldn't expect that. But J.J. Watt being back is a big deal for the 49ers because he had that torn pec, and Quan Alexander, our starting linebacker, had his torn pec as well a few weeks later. And Quan Alexander has actually been cleared to play in the game, along with D. Ford and Jaquise Tart, I believe, is also cleared. So it's all coaching decision now. They've been medically cleared. It's all game time and what Kyle Shanahan decides to do. So it'll be interesting because talking about our next game, we won't talk about who the Niners play because we'll get to that at NFC. We're still in the AFC. And the most underrated matchup I think I've ever seen, the Patriots take on the Titans. And 99% of of America is like, okay, Patriots, easy win, whatever. It's fine. No. Ryan Tannehill. Okay, I can't even say Ryan Tannehill. Derrick Henry decides, hey, I'm going to have the best game of my life. And Tennessee Titans win that one 20-13. to 20-13. Off of of pick six. Off of pick six, that's right. It was 14-13. to and then they threw, and, and then Tom Brady threw pick six. He was backed up at his one yard line, and Brady just threw pick six off of a kick pass. Yeah, and the Titans should have had one be, uh, right before halftime, but he dropped. He dropped it, and it was so the like, same guy who gets the pick six, pick six at the end yeah. of the game. So he got his little redemption there. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, and Derek, Derek Henry, thirty-four carries, one hundred eighty-two yards, and a touchdown. Like, that's the ultimate of carrying your team. Yeah, that really is. It's like they could not contain him. He had a full drive to himself. No one else touched the ball except Ryan Tannehill, who handed it off to him for a 75 yard drive capped with a touchdown. All Derrick Henry. And through a turn. He had a screen. Oh, you did have a screen pass. You're right. Because he had that one reception, 22 yards. Yeah. But. Tannehill yeah. threw 15 times in the whole game. And, only and com- one was a pick, one was a Yeah. 8 for 15, That's- Ryan Tannehill. 72 yards. He passed for 72 yards, and they still won the game. A touchdown <laughs> and an interception. Crazy. Tom Brady. That is the craziest thing ever. Tom Brady, they're talking about no weapons, but he's passed 20 for 37, 209 yards in that pick six at the end. And. Yeah. Of course, all their different running backs as they get everybody going. Sony Michelle, 14 carries, 61 yards. James White had a carry for 14 yards. Julian Edelman had two carries. Rex Burkhead had three. Yeah, Julian Edelman had the rushing touchdown. They were, Tom Brady was yelling, Julian, you're on the inside, like acting like yeah, Edelman didn't know what he was doing, play. and then they just give him the ball. There's a Julian in the spot. It's like, oh, and then he gives me. Jet Lee, but everyone's so confused. Yeah. Joey Jackson was still looking at the line of scrimmage, bro. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? He's running right past you. And then there was a guy who got, like, hit by his own player who ran into his own player and just got knocked over in the end zone. Like, I noticed that in the background of that play, too. I was like, why is this guy on the ground? There's no one around him. And then they show the replay, and he just runs into one of his own guys and just gets lit up. It's like, ooh, that's that's not pretty. It was not pretty at all. But, yeah, Titans going on. They'll be playing. The Titans will play. Will they play? No, they'll play Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, and then mm. the Texans will take on the Chiefs. Last time the Chiefs Texans faced, the Chief, the Texans did win that one, 
So it'll be interesting to see. I think the Chiefs will come out on top personally. I think we'll have a Chiefs-Ravens-AFC division championship, in my opinion. That's what I think will happen. Because yeah, the Chiefs think, still think, think they could have beat the Ravens Raven. last year. I think the Chiefs-Ravens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because Titans, like, they, I feel like you got lucky. Kinda got lucky, but Brady was on a bad game. He wasn't going to do nothing. Yeah, but but Lamar Jackson a whole different story, bro. And the Titans' defense isn't that good that they're going to be able to stop Mark Ingram and Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews and all their other receivers and stuff like that. Like Marquise Brown, they're not going to be able to start stop Marquise Brown. Yeah, let's be honest, they're not. And other players, their defense is not that good. But if they win, if they do win, I will eat my words. I will eat my words, and I that would be crazy to see, in my opinion, because Lamar is just yeah. turning 23 yesterday. It was his birthday yesterday, and he's already leading the NFL. Yeah, happy birthday to Lamar Jackson if you're listening. I doubt it, but that'd be mm-hmm. cool. But he I leads the NFL it. in past touchdowns. He's already got one of Heisman. He's the MVP front runner. He's got all these other. He's got the QB rushing record in a single season. And he's only twenty three. He just turned twenty three. And I mean, he, I should say he had all this done before he turned twenty three, because he turned twenty three yesterday. He's been he had a bye week. He's been off the field for two weeks because he didn't play in the last game. So he's been yeah. two weeks off, and he already has all these things. So Lamar Jackson. Looking like a superstar, looking to come back, well rested, all of the Ravens, I would assume, all the starters, I should say, and we'll see what happens with the Titans. Derrick Henry, he might rush for forever, but Tannehill might not be able to pull through for him. Even though I was on that yep. Tannehill type hype train on the regular end of the regular season, but just have, so this have to say, happen. the Ravens are going to play straight man coverage. Blitz everybody like they do against Blitz everybody. everybody. I'm, I'm not going to say it. But every white quarterback that can't run. <laughs> like Tanhill's not much of a scrambler. I will I will agree with that. Yes. He's not like, much of a scrambler. They, they have done this to every white quarterback that really can't run a little bit. But they have literally blitzed everybody in this place straight main garbage. And hey, then if it works, it works. It works for them. As long if the QB ain't scrambling, I mean they can do they aren't worried about it. Is really what it is. Is just if they can't scramble and they know they don't scramble like stuff like that, they'll just send everybody. Speaking of scrambling, Deshaun Watson. We didn't talk about this. His scramble at the end of the game. Two Bills defensive players run into him. They literally run into him. They smack helmets with him. All three of them smack helmets. I'm pretty sure. And he just spins out of it and is able to throw a pass down within the ten yard line. That. that was like the last like, pass of the game before they set up the field goal. That was the one to set up the field the, goal. The Bills, yeah, the Bills had a sack. Like they had a sack easily. Was, they get this. They get the sack. They get the ball back. They literally probably win the game, but they don't get it because he broke out of it and he threw a threw to the running back, which is running back ran all the way inside the side. It was like the craziest thing ever. Yeah, I. And it was, it was unbelievable was how he got out, out of it. And unbelievable play. Hopefully soon, maybe uh, this spring semester, we'll have a Bills Mafia fan on to talk about like that kind of stuff. Because I know I know a Bills fan, so we'll see. We might have him on later to talk about that stuff. Because Bills Mafia is one of the greatest things I think in NFL in the sport. Like 
Some of my favorite things to see on Twitter are big man touchdowns, Bills Mafia breaking tables, and just stupid stuff that happens on in the NFL. Like those are like the top three things I like to see. Records, okay, sometimes those are cool sometimes, but sometimes they're just like I feel like you could have just made this up just so it applies to this person half the time. We've well, talked about that before do. with ESPN, but they do that they do that a lot. We won't get into that too much now. We'll move on to the <laughs> NFC wildcard games. A big upset people weren't expecting as well over here. The Vikings Saints game. Kirk Cousins, people not saying he's able to play in prime time, but it was a good game. Taysom Hill having a day. I know he did pretty good. Taysom Hill, but everyone's thinking Taysom Hill should have. I was thinking Taysom Hill should have played more of the game. Drew Brees wasn't doing that hot, but Dalvin Cook was doing good. Kirk Cousins was doing good. Vikings win that one 26 20. Kirk Cousins, 19 for 31. In overtime, you're right. In overtime. Pass back to Kyle Rudolph. Maybe offensive P.I. Maybe. It's it's crazy because someone, I saw this thing on like Twitter or something. Yeah. It was like, it was like the Saints have lost off of like the P.I. thing because they wanted to review. Yeah. Like the P.I. push off and they didn't review it. And he's like, the Saints have lost off of that every year. They've lost the last three playoff games off the last play of the game. Because it was the Minneapolis yeah. miracle, the no call from the Rams, and then the no call with Kyle Rudolph in overtime. Well, they're calling it a no call. It's up to it's up to interpretation there. Yeah, but the thing is, in the Seahawks game, they they called one that looked like the same thing as Kyle Rudolph, and they called it in the Seahawks game. Yeah, so that's. I don't know, man. I can do this in one game, not do it in another game. Yeah. That could have cost That's me. just one of the things that ends up happening a lot with the Saints. Saints being the first team, 13-3, and three, to lose in the wild card weekend in NFL history. But the Vikings, weren't they come there at like 11-6? and six? Uh, Yeah, 11-6. and six and, The Vikings came in. Yeah. So, like, the Vikings were not a bad team, but they were just... Unfortunately, they played time in the first round. And like I said, Kirk Cousins, 19-31, 242 yards, one touchdown. Dalvin Cook, 28 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns. Almost had a fumble. They ruled him down because the Saints, I think, they recovered that and they they had the chance to win. Did they score it or no? Yeah, they scored it. They scored it. But then it was ruled down. It was very close. It was very close. I was watching the game. Because me and uh, Hayden were going up to pick up some of our friends from the airport. And I just had the game on my phone, and we were just commentating and had it through the car speakers and listening to it. And so we watched all that stuff live happen. And it, oh, it was crazy ending. Crazy ending. Yeah, but like we said, Drew Brees was okay. The Saints just really didn't play that well. It seemed like that game to be 20, only score 20 points on the Vikings. But Drew Brees, 26 for 33, 208 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Taysom Hill, one for one, 50 yards. Uh, Taysom Hill also had four carries for 50 rushing yards. Drew Brees had one carry for five yards. Did Taysom Hill have receiving? He did. He had two receptions for 25 yards and a touchdown. Again, yeah, Taysom Hill was, doing it all. He does it all. He really does do it all. Uh, Alvin Kamara, seven carries, 21 yards. Michael Thomas, seven receptions, 70 yards, no touchdowns. But honestly, not Nathan much happening Albert. for the Saints in this game. And they ended they really up losing. They didn't have a day. 
And so now the Vikings will go on to play the 49ers. And it, I, it's nerve-wracking. It's nerve-wracking for me. Because we were so close in the game with the Saints, like high, very high-scoring. People calling it the best game of the year, maybe even of the decade. But And then oh, we're, what the heck? people have said that before, which was crazy to me. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. But And then we're getting Quan Alexander back and some of our starters back on defense. So it's like, okay, I'm a little, I'm a little more – less nervous, but then you're also like, what Kirk Cousins are you going to get? Because Kirk Cousins is either A, really bad, he's not on his game that night, he's either an average quarterback, does pretty well, like is consistent and good, or he just goes off and goes crazy and just completes every pass, stuff like that. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see which one we get. And that's what throws me off because you that never know. The Vikings are that one of those the teams that are just all over the time place. Kirk Cousins won like his like won a game in prime time. Yeah, that was basically like his first prime time game he, that he won. His first prime time game he won, and everyone was like, "He still hasn't won a Monday night game." I'm like, but he won the playoffs. Yeah, but he won the wild card playoffs. So I mean, I don't think Andy gave the "you like that" in the post game speech in the locker room. He did the "you like that" that he did when he was with the Redskins. Uh, moving on to our other wild card game as we're 17 minutes into the NFL for winging this. We are really taking a long time, but I'm okay with it because we don't have notes. We've been busy this week, so we have no notes. We're just winging it off the internet basically right now and from our memory. But other in the other side for the NFC wild card, the Seahawks take on the Eagles, and not really yeah. much of a game there. Uh, Seahawks yeah, win that one 17 to nine. I mean that was kind of expected. Carson. Eagles were going to lose. Yeah. Carson Wentz just doesn't want to show up in a play. Carson Wentz this goes is, out in the first quarter. He gets hit by Jadavian Clowney. Like, I don't want to play no more, man. This is, he don't want to play no more. I don't know. Playoffs. That hit was kind of rough, though. Uh, I don't, but every time the playoffs come around, Carson Wentz has to get hurt. But I'm telling you, he does get hurt, but that, that hit, I don't know if that one's his fault. That one, look, people are calling it a little che- People are calling it cheap for Jadavian Clowney. Some people he, are like it was an accident. He was going for the thing, man. They look because people are talking about like how he looks like he's going. He's like pushing his helmet into his head, like he's aiming for his head with his helmet for Carson Wentz's yeah, head he when he was tackling and stuff, and like moving it into him. But it's a mixed opinion on that I've seen so far. But yeah. the Eagles bring in their backup quarterback, who I didn't even realize was their backup because I I heard he was out. Josh McCown, and it's Josh McCown, first playoff game ever for Josh McCown. Pretty sure. First game ever. Josh McCown has been in the yeah. league for so long. And he was really emotional at, in the post game after he uh, threw for 18 yeah. for 24, 174 yards. Um, I don't he think ran he, for like five ran carries for, for 23 yards. yards. Yep. And he was really emotional yeah. in his post game because it was his first one ever. He was emotional like the whole time after the game because it was his first start and stuff. And he couldn't be able to like pull off the win, stuff like that. But some interesting things I saw about like how long he's been in the league. Like, he handed off Emmett Smith's last touchdown. Emmett Smith, one what? of the great running backs. He pe- he handed off his last touchdown. He threw Larry Fitzgerald's Whoa. first touchdown. He was Larry Fitzgerald's oh first touchdown God. pass. And then just now, just this weekend, he started in his first playoff game. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, he's he's been on, in the league for a while. He's been, been moving some, around. He's been on some shitty teams. <laughs> yeah. Man. This is his first player. Oh, snap. Did I just... What? Nothing. Okay. All right. 
Got I was, it. Just cut it. Okay. We'll go with it. <laughs> we'll go with it. It's fine. We'll live with it. It's fine. I don't even realize what you yeah. said. I wasn't. Really, I was looking at the stats. I didn't even realize what you said. But it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. We won't. Um, we won't pay attention to it. It's fine. Um, Carson Wentz again going out one for four and three. I just want to mention that Miles Sanders fourteen carries sixty nine yards. Uh, he, nobody he else did much. Cast, bro. He gave Metcalf showed why he's the best receiver in the league right now. Best receiver in the league right now over <laughs> Keenan Allen. <gasps> gasp, Lavelle. Gasp. Yeah, that is a gasp. Keenan's <laughs> the best ever, bro. It was crazy. But seven receptions, one hundred and sixty yards, one touchdown. Man, the Eagles could not guard this man. Yeah. It was actually crazy. I was watching. I'm like, my DK and my cash just looks different. He is. And, I, I, and then during the end, they're showing why, like, showing how he was crying when he got drafted. Yeah. He dropped so low and stuff. I'm like, bro, he just went crazy today. He did. He really did. It he was, had a really good it game. Was, it was one of those games that had it. Like, it's just like all the other games were so good. So you needed a game that knew, everyone knew who was going to win. Yeah, and yeah, and seventeen nine was the score of the last time the Seahawks and the Eagles played. I think they played in the regular season, and I saw that that was the exact same score they had in the regular season, seventeen to nine. Oh my god, that's actually crazy. That is, it, it was really interesting. But hey, Seahawks winning, they're going on to face the Packers, in the NFC. Who do you who do you got for the NFC Championship? Who's okay, your pick? NFC Championship? Yep, I got. I got Niners. Niners, of course. Yeah, Niners and Packers. You got Niners, Niners Packers. Packers. I got Niners, Niners Seahawks. Packers. I got Niners Seahawks. You got Niners Seahawks? That would be, be crazy. That would be the 30 times season. Like, I would hate it. I, I would hate to but, see it, but that's what I, I think will happen. Like, I don't want I it think, to happen, but I think that's what will happen. I think the Seahawks passing game will come down to like a last second drive by Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, maybe, probably. That's a, that sounds uh, about that's, right. That's the only way. That's the only way I think the Seahawks can. The Seahawks win. They've like either blowing them out or Russell Wilson does some crazy stuff. Yeah, exactly. But moving on from our games again, those games start on Saturday. A- NFC is on Saturday. AFC is on Sunday, and then they switched it. This week. Yes, they switched it this week. And so, Ooh. Niners Vikings is first, I believe. I believe that one's in the early afternoon, and then it's Packers Seahawks later in the afternoon. I believe. I may be wrong, but we don't know yet. And then other things from around the NFL: uh, Antonio Brown wants to fight Logan Paul. Um, so there's that. There's that great thing yeah, going Logan on. Paul. Logan, Logan said, Paul. yeah. He said he'd drop him faster than the Patriots did. Which. Taking shots, taking. And there's, uh, I believe, I saw some betting thing on like a fight. If they were to fight, like it was plus a thousand for Antonio Brown winning, negative six thousand for Logan Paul winning, or something like that for betting. Um, yeah, there hasn't been much after that though. Like they just did those talks, and then people have been talking about it after he said he'd drop him like the Patriots. Uh, other than that, not much news from there. The major news going around the NFL right now, though, is the head coaching stuff going on, how people are getting hired, stuff like that. And so, yeah. so far, all the new head coaches, we got three in the, I, yeah, we got three in the last week since our last podcast. Before, on the last podcast, we had Ron Rivera got hired by the Redskins. We had that one. And he's already going yeah. through hiring his uh, coordinators and stuff like that, leaving Redskins coordinators behind to keep them there and stuff like that. 
But so far, the Panthers have hired former Baylor head coach Matt Rule, and so he'll be their head coach now. And Matt Rule was quoted as saying, I believe, I was talking about this with uh, Landon Howard. He was talking about how he wasn't going to leave Baylor after leading them. Like, they were, like, one in something, like, really bad a year. Then he came in and turned them around, did really well, and then now he's leaving again after, like, one year or something. Yeah, Baylor did so. Like, they were close to making the college football playoffs. They were. They were, and then he just left it. That was crazy. Yeah. Um, I wonder what Baylor's thinking. Baylor's just probably upset would be my assumption. Um, yeah. New York Giants have gotten their new head coach. It's Patriots wide receiver coach Joe Judge. It'll be, it was in work as of January 6th, so, and that's why Jason Matt Rule. Garrett finally got fired. Yeah, Jason Garrett got fired. Former Packers head coach Mike McCarthy is now the Cowboys head coach. And crazy. there was one point where the Giants were ta- thinking about talking to Jason Garrett to be their head coach. There was a point where that happened, but they didn't. They didn't do that. Don't worry. And they almost had Matt Rule as their head coach, the Giants, but they decided to go with Joe Judge, and that's one of the reasons Matt Rule took the Panthers' job, apparently. And so now the only team without a head coach that's still looking are the Cleveland Browns. They have their pick of whatever they want, whoever they want. Josh McDaniels, maybe. They might try to turn him into a head coach over there. Maybe they'll try to bring – Tom Brady over there, but it'll be interesting to see Ooh. how it goes. And Tom we've had Brady a lot. Is a head coach? Dude, not Tom Brady is a head coach. Josh oh, McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is the head coach, and they bring Tom Brady to be their quarterback or something. Just like oh, Baker, we're making you a backup, Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah, bring Tom them both. Tom Brady just isn't gonna retire. He's gonna be the head coach from the field. Is what he's gonna do. Oh. Um. And at, speaking of Tom Brady, he doesn't know. He says he doesn't know what the future holds. Uh, he's gonna leave yeah. it at that for about after the Patriots lost. He's talking about how, talking about if he's gonna leave or not. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the next season. A lot of people, like I said, think he may go to the Chargers, maybe the Cowboys. Who knows? Um, you better not come to the Chargers. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> well, you'll trade away Philip Rivers somewhere else. You'll get Tom Brady, you'll draft Jalen Hurts, and you'll just have Tom Brady teach Jalen Hurts for like a year or two. And you'll be fine. And it'll work out. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, think it out. Um, what else has happened? Oh, we've had a lot of QB we've had a lot of players declare for the draft, such as Tua. Tua is declared for the twenty twenty draft. Yeah, Chase Young, that. Jerry Judy, um, Jonathan Taylor. Who else we got? Who uh DeAndre Judy Swift, running crazy. back of Georgia. Um, we had the number one tight end in the class of 2020 commit to Georgia, Chase Young. Um, Mississippi State fired their head coach. Tennessee had a big win back in on January 2nd. I'm just looking through our old retweets and stuff because I always retweet like good stuff. Um, Pat McAfee's proposed overtime rule: play one 10-minute quarter if tied at the end of said quarter, two-point conversion, sudden death shootout style. If tied at the end of said okay. shootout. A kicker duel from alternating alternating from distance. That is Pat McAfee. McAfee's uh, rule duel? for yeah, kicker duel at the very end. If the that would be dope. you that play the ten minute quarter, fun. if it's tied, two point conversion, sudden death shootout, and then if the end of that said shootout, the two point conversion one, you have a kicker duel from alternating alternating from distance. Yeah, there you go. 
That would be cool. I'd be. I'd love to see it get tied all the way down to the kicker shootout. Yeah, that'd be kicker fun. Duel, like, that'd be that'd fun. Be a fun thing to watch. It would be. I mean, you because bro, then you'd be in your like you you know how you get when they like get the game winning kick. Yeah. It'll be that for like every kick. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I hope he makes it. Like, I hope he makes it. Exactly. That's like one of those challenges you have at like your own football practice. Like you're hoping your kicker makes it to like not do push ups or something like that. Yeah. Or Or some punishment. Not run gassers. Yeah, or not run gassers, stuff like that. And it'd just be for that for every kick, except it's an NFL win on the line. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that crazy. much like more intense. Um, like, but yeah. I think they should do that. I think they should do that. They should. It'd be interesting. Bro, you know how much like fans you would actually want to like for it to go to overtime just before they see a kick or two. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. That'd be crazy. Um, January third was that a week ago? That was. That was after that our, was. uh, last one. So. ESPN College Football released the College Football 150 All-American team. They had, so they made an All-American team. The QB is Roger Staubach, Staubach from Navy. Jim Brown is running back. Herschel Walker running back. Jerry Rice, wide receiver. Larry Fitzgerald, wide receiver. Um, Herschel Walker was from Georgia. Jerry Rice, Mississippi Valley State. Larry Fitzgerald, Pittsburgh. Mike Ditka from Pittsburgh is tight end. Tackle Orlando Pace, Ohio State. Bill Fralick. Pittsburgh tackle center Chuck Bednarik. I'm bad at pronouncing names. It's so bad. Pennsylvania, John Hanna guard from Alabama. Jim Parker a guard from Ohio State. And my Twitter's not responding to get me my defense here, so we're just gonna refresh real quick, and we'll just come back to it. And I'll be there. Here we go. Please play this. All right. Skip ahead to the defense. We want to see the defense here. Okay. All right, defense, D-end, Reggie White, Tennessee, D-end, Hugh Green, Pittsburgh, defensive tackle, Bronco Nagurski, Nagurski of Minnesota, D-tackle, Leroy Selman, Oklahoma, linebacker, Dick Butkus, Illinois, linebacker, Lawrence Taylor, North Carolina, linebacker, Tommy Nobis, Texas, cornerback, Deion Sanders, Florida State, cornerback, Charles Woodson, yeah. Michigan, safety, yeah. Jack Tatum, Ohio State, safety, Ronnie Lott, USC, Kicker, Sebastian Janikowski, Florida State. Punter, Ray Guy, Southern Miss. And AP, I'm trying to think what AP stands for. I'm blanking on what AP stands for. Would AP? Be, yeah, Johnny Rogers, Nebraska. I'm just blanking on what AP would mean in this scenario. On defense? Yeah, on defense. Defense special teams. He'd be on special teams. It wouldn't be a long snapper, would it? AP. I'm just blanking on what it would be. I'm just completely blanking on what AP would there's be. Only, there's only one AP that I ever heard of, Adrian Peterson. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, oh my gosh, I can't type apparently on Google. Yeah. This is what happens when you win it, folks. This is what it sounds like. Um, abbreviation. Oh, what does AP stand for? Associated Press. That's not. I don't think that. The AP poll. Yeah, all-purpose back. That that's who it is. It'd be the returner. It'd be the returner. Is who yeah. it would be. And that all would purpose, be. Yeah. That'd be Johnny Rogers of Nebraska. So Nebraska getting somebody on here. Iowa doesn't have anybody on there. That's sad. Um, Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Um, NFL <laughs> All-Pro team. We can talk about that. QB Lamar Jackson, obviously. 
The man with two spots, Christian McCaffrey, the running back and the flex position, he made it all pro in two positions. Wide receivers, Michael Thompson, DeAndre Hopkins. The tight end, George Kittle, my boy. Offensive tackle, Ronnie Staley. Offensive tackle, Ryan Ramsky. Ram, psych. I Again, bad with names, people. I'm sorry. Offensive guards, Quentin Nelson and Zach Martin. Center, Jason Kelsey. Defense, DNs, Chandler Jones and TJ Watt. D-tackles, Aaron Donald and Cam Hayward. Linebackers, Bobby Wagner, Demario Davis, Eric Kendricks. Cornerbacks, Stephon Gilmore and Tredavious White. Safeties, Jamal Adams, Minka Fitzpatrick. And defensive backs, Marcus Peters, Tyrant Matthew, and Marlon Humphrey. And our special teamers, kicker, Justin Tucker, punter, Brett Kern. Kick returner, Corderell Patterson. God, I, I can't read either, apparently. Punt returner, Deonta Harris. And ST, I'm trying to think what ST, I'm blanking again, ST. Just special team in general, Matthew Slater. I'm trying to think who Matthew Slater is. I'm, God, I am not doing great today, folks. This, Matthew Slater, we're going to look you up right here. Here we go. Special teamer, just says a special teamer. So it must be like someone who's just like running down and tackling, maybe. Maybe, I don't see. Again, I'm not doing great today, folks. This is not good. All right, but Matthew Slater. And that's the all-pro team. It's these three-hour classes of J-Term, intro to German. I mean, we get to watch movies and stuff, but it's it's a lot of stuff that goes with it, and it's a three-hour class. People aren't great for three-hour classes, let me tell you. They're not They're not very fun, always. They can be. Like, the movie we watched yesterday was pretty good. The Lives of Others. It's a German movie, so we had English subtitles, but it was in German. It was interesting to watch. I've never really watched like a film like that, so that was interesting for me. But, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Well, we're about at 33 minutes. You want to call this one, call it a little bit short, and call it good so I can go eat because I have class at 1, get my homework done before that class as well. So this has been our podcast. Shout out to my mom because she's saying I have to shout her out. Oh. Usually we shout out your dad, so this is new. This is new. It's not your dad this time. Yeah, my mom said shout out. And there we go. We got you. Yeah. And this has been our podcast where we're winging it, sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings. Just kidding. I wish. That'd be funny. <laughs> the one podcast we wing and it's just we just wing it and then we're sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, which I'd love to have a sponsorship by Buffalo Wild Wings, but we don't. We don't. It's sad. And we've decided we're not even going to have a commercial in this one. We're just trying to get this one done and get it out before I go to class and so I can eat. So we're just not even going to have a commercial for this one. So enjoy a nice 34, about 35-minute podcast for myself and Lavelle while you're eating lunch, while you're doing whatever, and we will see you next week.